재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Angola is currently undergoing the worst yellow fever outbreak the country has seen in 30 years. It's left 300 people dead so far at last count. The virus has also made its way to neighboring Congo, Kenya, and even as far away as China, which is a bit close to home for a lot of worried people here in Korea. So to help us learn more about the situation and whether or not it poses an international health risk, we're very pleased to have joining us on the line viral epidemiologist and co-founder of ProMed, Dr. John Woodall. Hello. Hello, June. Well, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Dr. Woodall. First, how serious is the ongoing yellow fever outbreak in Angola? And does it have the potential to spread around the world, especially if the virus makes its way into um, densely populated areas? It's extremely serious. And the trouble is that the official figures are sticking at below 300 deaths. So everybody wonders what the big fuss is about. But in fact, uh, weeks ago, WHO's own expert from WHO Geneva went to Angola and said that the numbers are grossly undercounted by 10 to 50, 10 to 50 times. And so there may be thousands of cases and hundreds of deaths. But until these figures are straightened out, nobody's going to see what the fuss is about. Yeah, and that is certainly concerning uh, for people who are hearing that for the first time. There, apparently, there's been an, a vaccination campaign that's been underway. Uh, do you believe that campaign has been somewhat successful in stymieing this outbreak? No, I'm afraid it has not, because um, look, yesterday at the World Health Assembly in Geneva, the Angolan Minister of Health said that so far they have vaccinated, Angola has vaccinated 8 million people. But the, he didn't say that the population of Angola is 26 million people, so they need 17 million more doses. And WHO projects that they can have 17 million doses by August. Not now, but by August. But also, WHO has to give some vaccine to the Democratic Republic of the Congo and Uganda, which both have um, outbreaks and need vaccine. So there is not going to be enough vaccine at the rate things are going. But there is a way of solving this because two independent studies in 2013, published in 2013, show that you can dilute the vaccine. You can give a lower dose, I mean, better expressed as a lower dose of one-fifth. And so you turn 17 million doses today into 85 million. Then there will be enough. But the trouble is WHO had an emergency committee meeting last week on Thursday, and they decided that they needed more study to decide whether they could use that for children. And more study means more than a year of study. And unless they want to save the vaccine they've got now, starting today, there's not going to be any left after a year of study. So it's no good, you see, if they go on using up all the vaccine they've got. And so there will be a threat to the rest of the world as long as Angola is not completely vaccinated. As it stands right now, then... um 
is the vaccination method uh, uh, still considered by experts to be the most effective and efficient way in in curtailing the spread of this? It's the only way because everybody, the people who suggest that mosquito control can do it, only have to look at the fact that mosquito control has not been able to stop Zika spreading. It's not been able to stop chikungunya spreading. It's it's not never stopped, uh, not never been able to stop dengue spreading. But I must point out that South Korea is outside the dengue zone, and so South Korea is only going to get dengue from imported cases. It's not going to spread. Dengue is not going to spread in South Korea, and neither is yellow fever going to spread in South Korea. I think that would certainly be a relief to many of our listeners. Uh, that being said, uh, we're getting reports that uh, there are cases in China. I know this is an apples to oranges comparison, but a lot of people always look at this and then they see Ebola or even uh, mosquito-borne viruses like Zika or, or things like MERS in the past. Uh, how concerned should we be? Because the WHO, as of now, has not yet declared this a global health emergency. Yes. Well, you see... WHO is already dealing with two global health emergencies. One is Angola, one is Ebola, and the other is Zika. And and they just don't have the um, capacity to deal with one more. And um, so they've just decided to put the whole thing off. But, you know, it's not going to stop countries and international people and goods carriers making their own decision as to whether they are going to interrupt travel or trade. And having looked at what the disaster Ebola had in West Africa on international travel and trade and the economies of those countries, can you imagine what the impact will be on the economies of Africa and the commodity markets in the world uh, of yellow fever spreading in Africa, never mind about spreading in China? Bottom line, then, as you say, resources are stretched thin. Um, People are grappling already with uh, major health disasters like Ebola, like Zika. What, as an expert yourself, and if you could advise these various policymakers, what do you hope can be done to at least mitigate the uh, spread and the damage caused by this current yellow fever outbreak? The only thing that can be done to stop it is to vaccinate more people vaccinate certain target groups to preserve the labor force and the women or after the epidemic because adult women are needed to take care of their family and to take care of the orphans that will be produced by the epidemic. So countries are going to have to get, they're going to get a ration of yellow fever vaccine from WHO and they're going to have to decide what to do with their ration. And uh, there are national plans. Uh, uh, WHO has had a national plan available for use by countries since 2013. And, um, you know, they're just going to have to make up their minds what they do. Whether it is uh, the the dilution method that you uh, prescribed or or some other method that uh, could possibly uh, get this to as many people as possible. We are going yes, to ha- I would like to say we, we would rather not use the word dilution because okay. people will object to using right. a, a lower dose if you say that. It's a, it's a dose that works perfectly well. It's been proved in the field in adults. But because it has not been proved, it's perfectly safe in children, but it's not been proved to be uh, a lasting 
uh, effect in children. And WHO wants tests done to do that. And tests will take over a year to be done and evaluated, and the vaccine will run out in a year unless they start using a lower dose now. Sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. Indeed, this seems to be uh, one of those uh, very pertinent situations. Dr. Woodall, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your expertise on this. Thank you for calling me. Have a good day. Thank you.